Hey guys, it me and I'm back with another episode of My Best Vintage Life. And this is a holiday themed episode, so I'm pretty excited to be talking about the holidays with you. I hope if you celebrated Thanksgiving, you had a nice Thanksgiving if you're in the United States, of course. And um, hopefully it provided you with some time off to spend with family or friends or maybe even alone if that's your thing. And uh, rest and relaxation. I hope you got some rest and relaxation. I have actually been suffering from some indoor allergies. I got an air purifier, so if I sound a little congested, that's why. I'm definitely doing a lot better now, though, so thank God for that. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for your unending support. Right before I started recording, I checked... Um, the charts for fashion and beauty category in Apple Podcasts, and I'm actually at number 44, which is the highest I've ever been in the United States. And there are, from what I know, anywhere from like 750 to 800 podcasts total. So it's like top 6%. I'm so excited to be there. So I just I ask you, please continue to rate. Reviews are super, super helpful. Even if you just take five minutes to write one, I really appreciate it. And subscribe and obviously share with any family or friends that you think might be interested in the content that I create, which obviously is about vintage clothing. So thank you, thank you, thank you for all of your support. Don't forget to check out Instagram and Facebook. Um, always kind of updating there and putting out new content probably not as much as I should, but I try my best and I always try to make it fun and interesting for you. And also don't forget to check out my website, mybestvintagelifepodcast.com for all sorts of fun uh, clothing, accessories, vintage books, vintage fashion books specifically. You might be able to find some good Christmas gifts there, or I should say holiday gifts. Sorry, I don't want to... uh, don't want to leave out the other holidays that are celebrated this time of year, such as Kwanzaa and Hanukkah, or perhaps I don't want to offend anyone who doesn't celebrate them at all. So holiday gifts. Um, and you know, I didn't really come up with an obsession at the moment this week. Um, but let's just say my air purifier, cause it has made me feel better. I believe the brand is blue air. Um, I did not get the Dyson. I've heard some really bad things about the Dyson air purifier. No offense to anybody that has one. Uh, I always do my research before I buy a big electronic purchase like that. And, uh, not too many people had good things to say about the Dyson. So I did get a blue air and it's made a huge difference uh, in my bedroom. The one I got covers 540 square feet at a time, and my bedroom is nowhere near that size. My house is, I think, 1,300 square feet total. So I feel like it's definitely cleaning the air from like my hallway and stuff too, and you can definitely feel a difference when you walk in. And if you don't know this, Fresno, um, we're kind of like the breadbasket of America, and there's a lot of agricultural pollution that happens here. And... Um, I think we also have a lot of dust because it's so dry in the summer. And I think those things kind of work their way into your HVAC system and your house is kind of closed up for so long in the summer. And then we didn't really have a fall this year. It kind of just went right into winter. So there hasn't been much time for like fresh air to come in. Uh, So thank you, Blue Air, for my, my air purifier. That's my obsession at the moment this week. And if you have the money and you really need one, I would suggest to get one. It's an investment in your health. Um, 
when you kind of break it down, you can literally run this thing like 24 seven. It uses as much electricity as like, a, I think a light bulb. Oh, sorry. That's Chalupa shaking herself off. Um, you know, it's not using a lot of energy and if you use it every day, you're ending up paying like less than a dollar a day. So my suggestion would be to get one if you want one. And it's a great time of year to look for holiday gifts, either for yourself or other people in the beauty realm, but just make sure it's green beauty. Take care of yourself. My full lane code is ref underscore basic bougie Bridget. Use that for 15% off your purchase. Uh, check it out. I'm sure there are, I haven't been on the website in a while, but they always have really great um, kind of like stocking stuffer ideas or just little gifts if you're on, um, you know, a smaller budget or if you want to splurge and get yourself something really nice, there are those types of products as well. So check out Full Lane for that. So today's um, topic is, well, it's a listener participation episode. So I posted an Instagram uh, post asking what is on your vintage wish list this year for the holidays. So I actually am surprised at how um, modest you guys were because <laughs> I had my ideas in my head and then you guys kind of put me to shame because I was like, wow, these, they're, they just, they're showing so much restraint, these, these guys and gals. So um, good for you. I have to say I'm probably a little bit uh, more on the bougie side for my wish list items. So um, I guess I will go ahead and do listener wish list first, and then I will follow up with my wish list. Okay. First, I have listener Lana. Uh, she is the founder of Peace Love Bear Vintage. Um, her vintage wish list item is a pair of vintage boots. Uh, she is looking for boots in a whiskey tan color with a minimal heel. She's open to brands and eras and a simple, more modern style. I think that's a really nice wish list item. Obviously, that color goes with pretty much everything. And I'm all about a minimal heel or a chunky heel. I don't do thin heels or like stilettos anymore. Those days are long gone for me. And as you get older, it's just really better for your feet to not be doing that to yourself anyway. So Lana, I'm all about your, your wish list item. I think it's great. I hope that either you or someone, you know, gets you that gift. Um, it's just a matter of finding it. And that's the tough thing about vintage wish list items is it's just finding the perfect, the perfect pair, especially with shoes. Uh, Lindsay of Give Me Cheap Thrills, um, she is looking for black lace-up boots with a two-inch chunky heel. So I really, I like that vibe. Like I said, I'm all about the chunky heel. Um, I'm kind of getting like a little bit of like a combat, combat vibe there from the, the lace-up front. I think that could be really cute and obviously perfect for the winter with some tights and a skirt or something like that. So, um... Lindsay is a new mom. Well, not a new, new mom, but a relatively new mom. So I think she's probably feeling the same as me and she's not really looking for like the crazy high heels anymore. She wants something that is, um, you know, easy to put on, easy to wear and comfortable, obviously. And let's see. Next, I have listener Candice Johnson. So she said, my mom has this amazing Japanese silk kimono robe that I've been in love with since I can remember. 
I would love it. I would love to find it under the tree with my name on it. So um, I did ask Candace um, if her mom still has it. And she said, yes, that it's in a storage unit. So hopefully her mom has it packed away well, um, because silk, unfortunately, is like, you know, candy for moths and carpet beetles and other pests so hopefully it's it's sealed up well and um maybe some cedar or hopefully not mothballs uh, but something kind of repelling pests that's the one thing about you know those beautiful types of items that you want to hand me down to your your kids or to your family you have to definitely take care of them in the meantime until you're ready to kind of pass them down um because you want them to last and you don't want them to be breakfast for any bugs or anything like that. So Candace, my suggestion would be to subtly hit to your mom <laughs> that you want the kimono and that she should just check on it the next time she's at her her storage unit um, just to make sure that it's okay. Maybe just tuck a little cedar sachet um, in whatever it's stored in. So I hope I hope one day it is yours, Candace. I'm sure it's very beautiful. Next, I have Knickknack Nana. Uh, her items were vintage Christmas ornaments, and she said, if one were to buy me jewelry, vintage is by far superior, in my opinion. And I did ask her if she was talking about fine or costume jewelry, and she said fine jewelry, uh, guilt-free gold and diamonds, right? <laughs> and yes, I do agree with you. Um, vintage and antique jewelry, especially fine jewelry, is... And is, you know, superior. I agree with you 100%. I think it's unique. It has a story and obviously very well made. So um, I hope you get some beautiful pieces there, whether it be a necklace, bracelet, earrings, a ring, something, um, or treat yourself. I think that jewelry is a really nice gift to give yourself. Um, and you definitely don't have to wait around for somebody to give it to you. And then in terms of her ornaments, she's looking for the fragile antique glass ones in all different shapes and colors. So your basic, well, not basic, but, you know, glass, um, vintage glass ornaments. And I obviously think those are beautiful. I'm sure everybody has different ornament preferences. I love uh, vintage Christmas ornaments. I actually have a lot of my own, and that was, you know, I had to do a hardcore edit with Christmas stuff when I was moving because I kind of knew I wasn't going to be going back to my parents' house probably before my dad sold it. And um, my mom had a ton of Christmas stuff. Her name was Noelle. So our house was like one big Noelle bomb went off. And um, my mom also gave my brother and I brother and or no son and daughter ornaments up until I think like our 21st birthday. So I have all of those. They're from the Hallmark store. Um, so I love those types of ornaments and I do like the glass ball ones, um, as well. My mom had these really beautiful glittery red apples that I kind of gave away to people because I, I don't know if I kept any for myself. Um, I kind of wanted to give them to people that, you know, meant something to me. Uh, so hopefully everybody I gave them to still has them and uses them. They were just really be beautiful. And I, when I say glitter, I don't mean like glitter glitter it was kind of like this crystallized shimmer it was it, they were super pretty so all about those ornaments and knickknack nana i hope you get those and some jewelry for yourself fingers crossed 
um, Marty from BBOs, BBOs, I don't know how he pronounces it, in Fresno, um, he said that his wish list item is to be a guest on my podcast. So I'm definitely working to get more people on the show. It's just a matter of scheduling. Um, I don't do Fresno locals, though. My show is just the reach is too far. I like to reach out to people about being on in other states. Um, I want everybody to feel included. So Marty, unfortunately, um, I don't think I can make that happen for you. But um, I hope you do continue listening. It's definitely nothing against people in Fresno or anything like that. It's just I have a global reach and I want to continue continue building that and specifically working with people in major large cities in the United States. So um, I have had a few other people reach out about being guests on my podcast as well. Um, I think as long as you're not like super local to me, I have a lot of local listeners. So that's another reason why I don't really have local people on as well. Um, but if you're like in the LA area, San Francisco area, definitely interested, um, in having that conversation with you. If that's something you're interested in and being on the show, we can totally do it. Okay. Listener Kendra is looking for jewelry, kitchen, and housewares, and coats. She's got a lot on her wish list. Um, I asked her what specifically she was looking for in terms of kitchen, and she said that she just bought herself two more Pyrex bowls this week, but quality kitchen wares in general are something I'm always looking for in antique malls, which I feel like that's something you find a lot of in antique malls, but maybe just not specifically to what she wants. I did see there was a woman in Fresno giving away like her entire, well, not giving away, but selling off her entire Pyrex collection on Facebook Marketplace. It was crazy. There's just like bowls all over her kitchen. And she said she was trying to live a more simplified life, which I totally get. And if you do collect things, um, it definitely can be cluttered. Like, it can make your life cluttered by collecting things, unless you're collecting something super small. But I hear that 100%. Like, when I was in college, I had a shot glass collection. And, you know, once you tell people you love shot glasses, then, you know, everybody's getting you a shot glass every time they go on vacation. And you end up with all these shot glasses. And I think at this point in time, I only kept the ones that I got when I was studying abroad in uh, Guadalajara, Mexico. Other than that, I think I recycled the rest of them. Um, so yeah, I totally get what that lady was saying about her Pyrex collection and, and selling it off. So Kendra, um, I do hope that you find all the things on your wish list, the jewelry, the kitchen items, coats, um, and hopefully you find yourself some beautiful Pyrex that you can maybe use for your holiday meals or if you're having nice dinners, it's always nice to have uh, things like that for some cute presentation. Uh, my cousin Andre said that she loved Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. Are they vintage yet? Question mark. So I'm not sure if she means that's what she wants on her wish list or if she was just asking me if they're vintage. Um, yes, they are vintage. And I did tell her that we have a lot of those at the warehouse. So um, Andre, if I find any that I think you'd like, I'll definitely put them aside for you. Um, but you know what? That's actually a brand that's pretty easy to find in thrift stores for the most part or on Etsy. So if anybody else is looking for that brand out there, you can definitely, um, there's definitely resources online for it, for sure. 
okay, uh, my friend Jess, we used to work at Urban Together. Her um, vintage store, well, her she doesn't have a brick and mortar, but she does a lot of pop-ups down in Ventura County. Is And Jess, I hope I'm saying this right. I looked up how to say it. Cactaceae, cactaceae which is like the species of cactus. That's what cactus, cacti are. So cactaceae, cactaceae. <laughs> I hope that's correct. And I'm a big plant person too, so I feel like I should know it, but I didn't. I had to look it up. Um, her wish list items. More pants always, black 501s or student fit. More French vintage basics. Oh, yes. Love me some French vintage. And her response was, Santa, do you hear me? <laughs> so, Jess, I totally am with you. Finding... Actually, I want to add something to Jess's wishlist item, pants that fit, because that's a that's the hard part. It's f- Finding them isn't as hard as finding ones that fit, especially um, if you're built like me. I'm, I'm, you know, I have a tiny waist and I'm kind of a big booty and thick thighs. So finding Levi's for, for me is always a challenge. Um, but French basics, I think by French basics, she means like, like a Breton stripe or, um, yeah, Breton stripe shirts and stuff like that. Or maybe she means French workwear. Either way, I think uh, vintage vintage items, anything that comes from France is usually pretty, pretty nice and chic and really nice basics to have in your, um, your wardrobe. So I hope you get those, Jess. And, um, you know, fingers, fingers crossed that Santa gives you everything that you want. Um, Tammy. Okay, so Tammy, actually, she gave me a little bit of a bougie item. She said, vintage Chanel tweed blazer. That's a good one. Um, And I feel like most people that have a Chanel item in their vintage collection, they have it for life. You know, it's it's a quality item that is going to last as long as you take good care of it. So, um... There's really beautiful ones out there. I, I'm not really as much into like the the boucle ones, but um, there are definitely some vintage Chanel pieces that I would not mind having in my wardrobe at all. So, Tammy, I hope you find one. I hope you get what you want in terms of your Chanel blazer. Uh, next, Kate, a new follower. Uh, she has the Miss Aphrodite blog. I really loved her suggestion. Uh, She said a petticoat to puff up her swing dresses. Um, Super fun. And I love people that appreciate that era of vintage clothing. Um, I do have a lot of followers that are definitely more into like the 80s, 90s, 2000s. So there's nothing wrong with that. But seeing somebody that has, um, you know, a passion for the more uh, true like retro 40s, 50s, uh, vibe is is really exciting for me. So Kate, I hope you find a petticoat. I love. We had actually we had um, we had four of them when I was working at Urban. We had a warehouse space, and there was a red one, a yellow one, a blue, and a purple. And I have a picture of my old coworker Susan wearing them like on her body, like from her like knees up to her chin. Um, and they were beautiful. I honestly don't know whatever happened to them, but they, they were fun for sure. And then let's see, my friend Andrew from Ivy Lane Vintage, um, told me that he has his eye set on some vintage turntables, which is really cool. Um, definitely a great gift for yourself or for anyone. And, you know, vintage vinyl is 
I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and I like that people are into an older method of listening to music. I think it kind of slows you down a little bit. Um, and it's a little bit more, I don't know, more meaningful to me than, I mean, I have Spotify premium on my phone, but really taking the time to pick a record, put the record on, put the needle down like that, um, that all feels more special to me. So I think that's a really great suggestion, Andrew. And I don't know if you're getting them to sell or getting them for yourself, but, um, good luck. I hope you find, hope you find what you want. And my uh, last person on my uh, list is Art. And I asked him yesterday, you know, what would you want What if you could have one vintage thing right now? And he said he would like a British World War II wind smock. Um, he said he has the pants, but he wants the jacket. So they're navy blue. I will try to find a picture of what he's talking about and post it on Instagram because, to be honest... I have no idea what he's talking about, but it sounds really, sounds really pretty and, um, cool. So Art, I hope somewhere out there, there's a wind smock waiting for you for the holidays. Okay. So that's everybody's wish list. Now on to what I want. <laughs> okay. I have a few things. I could have gone crazy, but I, I was more on the conservative side so obviously I love Moschino belts, vintage Moschino belts. Um, I just got a second one. I have two now. Well, I had one. Now I have two. And there's still a few others that I want. Uh, so the two that I have, one is um, Supercalifragilistic Hesperalidoso, which is the Italian way to say, you know, Supercalifragilistic Hesperalidocious. Um, in Italian, it's Hespirelli Doso, which it's a super rare one. Um, I have that one. And then I just got um, one that's not for fashion victims only. So I have those two. There's a few other sayings I'm looking for. One is don't worry, be sexy. Then there's one that's um, Dove sta Zaza. And that's like a, it's an Italian folk song. And then there's one that says I'm rich. <laughs> I just love like how silly they are and um, I don't know. The thing that kind of bothers me about Vintage Moschino Belts is there's like no online resources to look at like, okay, this is what was made in this year. I usually end up combing the Moschino runway pictures to see, try and figure out what belt is from what year, but there are runway shows where they didn't use them at all. So it's kind of confusing to me. I wish there was more of a better online resource for it. So I had an idea of like what's out there, but I'm constantly combing Etsy, eBay, and First Dibs um, trying to find more. Okay, so next up is this handbag company called, well, they were called Dallas Handbags. They made a phone bag. So basically it was it had like a shoulder strap and it had a body with numbers on it and then on top of the bag was a phone like an actual like phone and if you had a landline you would just plug it in and you could use it as an actual phone and most people said that they worked just fine now a lot of people these days don't have landlines I don't have a landline I haven't had one in years but I think they're cool to look at um nonetheless there's a patent leather black version that I'm really into so I've always wanted those just because I think they're kitschy and a cool collector's item so maybe it'll happen for me this year 
Um, I'm a big hockey fan, so I'm always looking for vintage Pittsburgh Penguins gear. Um, luckily and not so luckily, they have really great fans that hold on to their stuff, so it's pretty rare to find vintage Penguin stuff. Art's always on the lookout for it for me. Um, you'll see a lot of Boston Bruins come through, which they're the same colors, and it, it can be frustrating because you see something, you're like, oh my god, is that Penguins? And then it's Bruins. Um, so always kind of looking out on Etsy, too, um, for any kind of vintage Pittsburgh Penguins gear. And just really, for me, fa- vintage fashion books in general, um, I love, you know, learning more that way. And I just think that in terms of the, you know, book jacket design or the cover design or the the fonts used or the imagery used, vintage books, like you just, you can't beat them. Um, and I will forever collect vintage books like that for me that's like that ladies pyrex my thing is vintage books luckily i'm kind of at a point where um everything's very well organized in my house but i really can't take on too much more there um but always always on the lookout right now i'm kind of on the borderline about buying a book on etsy um about biba the famous department store in london there's a really good vintage book on etsy somebody has in england um, just trying to see if I'm going to pull the trigger on it or not. So yes, any kind of vintage fashion books, always on my wish list. And um, my ultra bougie item would be a vintage car, obviously. Uh, I hope one day that happens for me. I love vintage Mercedes, and I also like uh, vintage Land Rovers, or um, Volkswagen had a car called The Thing. It's kind of like a kind of Jeep-esque and if you didn't know this already, I do have a vintage Jeep Wrangler. I can say vintage because that's from 1997. In Pennsylvania, a car only needs to be like 15 years old to get a, a classic plate. So I actually have a classic Pennsylvania plate on it, which is pretty cool. Um, but I would like one other car in my lifetime. The Jeep doesn't have air conditioning. I don't know if any of these three would either, but um, just maybe something a little le- less utilitarian. Uh, the Mercedes would probably be the best bet out of the three I just mentioned. But if I had all the garage space in the world and all the money in the world, I would definitely be into collecting um, vintage and antique cars. That's a big passion of mine. My dad is a big car guy, and I think he kind of instilled that in me from a young age, going to car shows and just looking at, he would get like the we had, I don't know if they do this in other states, but in Pennsylvania, like gas stations and stuff, they have like real estate books, which I love looking at. I always used to get those and look at houses, but he would also get the car books and look at all the car listings. So, um, definitely have an appreciation there. So those are my vintage wish list items. Um, and I had a lot of fun, you know, reading yours. And like I said, I hope everybody gets what they want. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, the holidays aren't really about material items. I just kind of wanted to do this episode because I thought I always find it fun when I get to interact with you guys and you get to hear, you know, me talk about you on the episode. Um, so more importantly than anything is just, you know, um, being kind to one another during this time, being kind to yourself, taking time to practice self-care And to spend time with the people that you love, whether that's family, blood relatives, non-blood relatives, friends, boyfriends, girlfriends, husbands, wives, kids, whatever. I mean, whatever your situation looks like, I just hope that you um, 
you know, take the time to spend with people. I think we all get caught up in the gift giving and the have to be at X, Y, and Z party, dinner, get together, and we get exhausted and run ourselves down. Um, but I'd like to think that you know, one day I'm I'm getting there, but one day I can treat the holidays, treat every day kind of like it's a holiday. I mean, we're lucky to be alive every day, I think. So happy and healthy um, are the most important things. So please take care of yourself this holiday season. I will be back with one last episode this year on December 19th. I haven't really decided on a topic yet, um, but I will be back. And then that'll be it from me until 2020. We're entering a new decade, my friends. Super excited for all that it will bring. So for now, um, if you need anything or have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me um, at my Best Vintage Life podcast on Instagram. Seems to be the way most people get to me um, by sending me messages on there. And, um, you know, stay safe. Don't be basic. Be kind to one another, my friends. I'll see you next time. Bye.